Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you here. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Andrew Pollock at the bottom of the hour, whose daughter Meadow was murdered at Parkland, Florida, a little over three years ago now. A little over four years ago. Was it four years ago? It was 18, wasn't it, Carrie? I think it was 18. I believe so, it was, yeah. Yeah, so a little over four years ago now. We'll have Andy on. He says, you can tomorrow increase security at schools, at public schools, and not spend a dime. He says you can do it tomorrow, and then if you want to spend a little bit of money, you can do even better than that. So make sure you stick around for that because he's a guy who knows. He's still, for the rest of his life, he'll have the heartache um, of, of not having his daughter. It's sick what happened. And as I said to Carrie earlier, there were some teachers that were trained. There were some that weren't properly trained. His daughter happened to be in a class where there wasn't the proper training, and then we know what, what followed. It's, it's startling how easy some of these moves would be that can be done tomorrow. So we'll make sure that we have that for you. We also have uh, the president, this guy Joe Biden, who's occupying the White House, signed some executive order today, and everybody's commemorating the death of George Floyd as we just ignore the problem that the federal government can step up right now, whether it's Biden or Trump. They can step up right now and make the, the Department of Education do something positive to keep our kids safe. So, I mean, it, it, there are simple solutions. There are complex solutions as well. We'll get into all of that with Andy at the bottom. But before we do that, let me remind you that it is a Wednesday. We had a deal, right? What was that? If I play this song, you're going to work tomorrow and Friday? No, no deal. No deal. Oh, you're no really not going to be here tomorrow and Friday? You know that, yes. I'm doing six hours of national quality radio tomorrow. I you're not going to be anywhere to be found? No. No. Wow. Wow. Big plans. I take back that song. I take it back. <laughs> you can't take it back. You're I excited. took it back. I've taken it back. You can't take uh, it back. For, for those who are just joining us, I'm filling in for Sean Hannity's radio show tomorrow. I'll be hosting that show, and they'll be hosting my show as well. We've got a bunch of different interviews to bring you, a bunch of different aspects of this story and many other stories to bring you. Make sure you make plans to go check that out. If you're listening from England, I was on BBC this morning. <laughs> so, Carrie, I'm just, I, 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 I just don't care at this point. You're all over the point. place, aren't you? Yeah. I might just stay up all night in case Italy calls or something. You never know. Oh, that'll be fun um, tomorrow on the Sean Hannity I was show. invited on Real America's Voice tomorrow. I can't make that. Megan Kelly invited me on tomorrow. I can't make that. Um, so we've got a lot going on. Make sure that, hey, hello, you, you, you don't realize who you're working with finally 15 years later? <laughs> I guess so. You are an important person. 
But uh, at the end of the day, I don't know how important I am, but we can disseminate some information and hopefully bring some solutions to this problem. I don't want to hear political solutions. I don't want to hear, we need new gun laws. I don't, that's stupid. I don't want to hear, you know, the, the left is, uh, is, uh, is, is to blame because this, that. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear that we're going to make sure that our kids are safe no matter what our political persuasion is when they go to school. And, 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 I'm, and I'm serious when I say this. I really mean this. And I want you guys to understand, I'm not saying this for some sort of radio effect. If they don't do something positive to change the safety situation at schools, I don't think parents should send their kids to public school anymore. And I really mean that. Now, not everybody has the wherewithal to go to private school. I get that. Push for school choice. Push for charter schools. Push for your ability to use your tax dollars for a private school. If the school system where you live won't do what's expected, the very basic thing of keeping kids safe. We talk about curriculum, we talk about, uh, you know, all these agendas showing up in schools. I don't want to hear about that. I want to hear about your kid's going to be safe. At the very least, you'll have a safe kid at the end of the day. Andy Pollock's going to talk about what can be done to that end. But but at the, I'm telling you, he's going to also remind us of the questions parents should be asking any school, whether it's the principal, the school district, the school board, the counselors, whomever. Ask very specific questions, and they're safety-oriented questions, and if you don't get the right answers, don't send your kid there. He's going to outline all of that at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. But today, Joe Biden, the occupant of the White House, decided it's a good day for an executive order to crack down on police. Carrie, help me out. Yep, this is from NBC News. President Joe Biden signed an executive order Wednesday aimed at reforming policing practices on the second anniversary of the death of George Floyd. The order creates a national registry of officers fired for misconduct and encourages state and local police to tighten restrictions on chokeholds and so-called no-knock warrants. It also restricts the transfer of military equipment to law enforcement agencies and mandates all federal agents wear activated body cameras. Biden have been pushing Congress to pass more comprehensive police reform legislation, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. But after the legislation failed to garner bipartisan support, the White House began crafting its own action last year. Biden called again on Congress to take action before signing the order. I know progress can be slow and frustrating, and there is concern the reckoning on race inspired two years ago is beginning to fade, Biden said. Today we're acting, we're showing that speaking out matters, being engaged matters, and that the work of our time, healing the soul of this nation's ongoing and unfinished and requires all of us never to give up, always to keep the faith. And police reform has been a key issue with the Democratic Party's progressive base, particularly among black voters. But the White House event Wednesday was overshadowed by the Texas elementary school shooting the day before. During his remarks, Biden called on Congress once again to pass gun reform legislation. And we must ask, when in God's name will we do what needs to be done, Biden said. I'm sick and tired. I'm just sick and tired of what's going on and continues to go on, he said. Okay, let's break down this um, executive order. First of all, really hone in on the part that Kerry just talked about. He tried to get it through Congress and he couldn't, so he decided to take his own action. Really just consider that. It sounds an awful lot like Barack Obama, who said, I've got a pen and I've got a cell phone. And he'll do what he can to bypass Congress. And I'll, I'll throw this out there. Now, if you're a DACA recipient, I don't have the problem with you. I have the problem with the then president making DACA something that somehow circumvented law, yet they still were able to do. DACA is deferred um, adjudication for childhood arrivals. That means if you came here illegally, your parents brought you here illegally, DACA allowed you to stay for two more years if you paid a certain amount of money. And once those, those two years 
finished, you could pay another amount of money, another fine, and stay two more years. You can go to school, get in-state tuition, you can go compete for jobs against Americans. And he just kept on kicking the can down, down, the, down the road. And he did so by circumventing and bypassing Congress, something you can't do. Congress makes immigration laws. Congress makes all laws. And the president can say yes or no or just put it in his pocket and call it a pocket veto. So Biden says, I wanted to have some sort of bipartisan legislation. I couldn't get it done. So I've got a pen and a cell phone, too. Now, when we talk about this police garbage that he did today, not the police are garbage, but the thing he signed today, this executive order, is garbage. Going to limit no-knock warrants. Going to limit no-knock warrants. Well, let's talk about why he's doing that. Breonna Taylor was killed in a police shootout when police had a warrant, a valid warrant, that they could have used no-knock but didn't. They knocked. There was a witness in the building that had no reason to side with police who said, I heard the police say, open up, police, and they knocked. But they made it about a no-knock warrant as if it happened. And they now have done everything they can at the federal level and the local level to get rid of no-knock warrants. No-knock warrants are literally safer than knocking warrants. And you might think, well, how, how the hell is that the case? Because if you go there and knock and say, hey, it's the police, and you got a bunch of bad people inside with guns and whatever else, they could start shooting. They could run away. They could start a police chase, a pursuit, put the whole neighborhood in, in jeopardy. A no-knock warrant is, boom, we're coming in. And then you startle the person, easier to apprehend. Ask any police officer on the planet if what I just said is true. Don't take my word for it. Be skeptical. Ask somebody, what is safer for the suspect and for police? No knock or a knock warrant? And again, let me reiterate, there was no no knock warrant used in Breonna Taylor's case. But she was black, so we have to make this move because we're trying to get votes. That's what the left does. The the, the no chokehold thing. Well, that's because of Eric Garner. Eric Garner was breaking the law by selling illegal cigarettes on the sidewalk or something in Staten Island, New York. I have been on record to say that there was excessive force used to arrest this guy. Now, some of you police officers out there disagree with me and realize I still support you in what you do, and I will stand up for you anytime I can. I support the blue. Blue lives matter. But I saw that video. I don't know why you go, go after the guy's neck. I don't know why you do that. Now, he shouldn't have been breaking the law. I agree with you. And he was obese. I agree with that. He was an unhealthy guy. But he should not have died that day because he was selling illegal cigarettes. So no chokehold holds is is over overboard because if there's a murderer or somebody who's stabbing somebody or a rapist, I want you to use a chokehold to get him. But somebody selling illegal cigarettes on the sidewalk, maybe put him in handcuffs, and if he keeps on resisting, you get him to the ground, but you don't have to choke him. You don't know. You aren't there. I'll get that email tonight. But all of this stuff, now we have to have a registry for alleged violent police officers. Really? Well, who's going to be the adjudicator of that? Who will be the judge of whether a police officer is a violent police officer or not? Who's going to be the judge? The defendant? Well, he's going to always think that he's violent. A defense attorney? Will an actual judge be the judge? And if somebody's kicked off the force... And let's say it wasn't a violent crime. The way I read this executive order, it looks like that person who's off the force for whatever reason is now suddenly on a registry that they were a violent officer. We're trying to make registries now calling police officers violent. Then you got the former President Obama talking about knees on necks by police officers and posting pictures of Trayvon Martin had nothing to do with police on the same day 
that Biden is signing an executive order that I'm sure Obama and his team crafted. So this is really bad timing. And it's really stupid. A really stupid executive order. And we continue to glorify the life of George Floyd, who we should call a victim, who should still be alive today, but we should not glorify the guy as if he was some sort of a god on earth or an angel. He wasn't. He shouldn't be dead. I've said that a million times. But to call something that the George Floyd police, bop doop no, it doesn't make any sense. And this is the day after a law enforcement officer took down a bad guy and stopped his murder spree in Uvalde. Your thoughts on what, what Biden's doing today, the timing of it all, bypassing Congress like Obama did, and Obama, you know, also sort of doubling up on this, piggybacking on this, and making today a day of mourning in America where we should be talking about solutions in school about how bad police officers are. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show, 888-941-7247, 888-941-7247, com. How do you feel about the occupant of the White House signing an executive order basically going after police officers? The former occupant and Barack Obama going after police officers. They continue to go after police officers even a day after having a police officer or, or several on campus might have changed the outcome in Uvalde. This is what they do. You okay with that? Big ceremony today. Woo! Yes, the George Floyd, this and that and the other. Doesn't make any sense. But here it is. And May 25th is somehow George Floyd Day now. How about we focus on making sure that our our children are safe in school? And you make them more safe. The thing that boggles my mind is this guy is protected by law enforcement officers all day. The Secret Service are law enforcement officers. Heavily armed, ready to shoot you. If you should, if you should try anything on the president, Obama is is provided security every day. Good guys with guns. Yet they're attacking their brethren. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. J o e p a g s dot com. Scroll down to the bottom and send me an email. Love to hear from you. Marjorie Taylor Greene sent me her um her tweets earlier today. She tweeted out a a comprehensive list on what it is we can do right now to start fixing what's wrong in the elementary school, in the middle schools, in the, in the high schools. She, um, she tweeted out that we should have more good guys with guns. should have more people who are going to stop a threat at the campus than fewer. Of course, she makes sense, but because she makes sense, that's a problem. Carrie, could you outline just a, a quick couple of lines? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do our, our sponsor here first. But if you don't mind, um, I think you've got this. Did I send you this? Mm, what's that? Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, I, I don't have that What one. she had to say? No. Because it always sounds better from the chocolatey voice, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's nice. Yes, send it. Send Especially it since you're taking the next 18 days off. So, um, 18? Oh, you can uh, do a little work today because you haven't really <laughs> contributed much, to be honest. Um, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about our sponsor, Superbeats. As we age, we get tired easier. 
We, we get, um, well, you can take a nap every day, right? You just don't have the kind of energy that you used to have. And that's all related to blood flow and circulation and blood pressure. Super Beats Heart Chews are a tasty treat. They give you the energy you need. They're good for you, too. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, and candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews unique, clinically um, researched grapeseed extract promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. I want you to try these out. If you haven't tried them yet, they're portable. You put them in your gym bag, in your pocket, in your in your purse, maybe in the console of your car. You'll be ready to go. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically studied and shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Because you listen to my program, you can save up to 45%. You get free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. Their best offer available anywhere. That's JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off right now at JoeLovesBeats.com. Carrie, what do you have? From Yahoo News, GOP lawmaker Marjorie Taylor Greene made her anti-gun control stance clear in a tweet following a horrific mass shooting at an elementary school in Texas on Tuesday. In a tweet following the incident, Greene speculated without basis that sometimes meds can be the problem. Our nation needs to take a serious look at the state of mental health today, Greene tweeted. As she added, she thought the U.S. is failing our youngest generations from decades of rejecting good moral values and teachings. We don't need more gun control, Greene wrote. We need to return to God. At least 19 students and two adults are dead after an active shooter opened fire at the Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, Tuesday. While local police initially took the suspected shooter, an 18-year-old male, into custody, Texas Governor Greg Abbott later confirmed the suspect had died. Green, who won her primary race in Georgia on Tuesday, joined a chorus of voices on the right railing against gun control after the shooting. This included Senate candidate Jackson Lemire, who tweeted after the massacre that it is time to arm the teachers and bring back prayer in our public schools. Green has consistently been pro-gun and anti-gun control. She's been known to hold gun raffles and was seen in a video that emerged in January 2021, harassing a survivor of the 2018 Parkland shooting. Green's position following the Texas shooting stands in stark contrast to Democratic and progressive lawmakers. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, for one, has called out Senator Ted Cruz for his scheduled appearance at an upcoming National Rifle Association event, saying Cruz can do more than pray. And meanwhile, Democratic Senator Chris Murphy has pleaded on the Senate floor for his fellow lawmakers to do something about gun violence in the U.S. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, uh, MTG did not harass David Hogg. David Hogg was going there to start trouble and go against the NRA and go against uh, legal gun owners and, and people enjoying their Second Amendment. He was 18 years old or older. He was an adult. And she asked him questions that he wouldn't answer. And he just sort of ran away from her. It was very stupid. Uh, but but uh, l- listen, she's right. And a lot of people have said this since yesterday. We have to get God back in school. We have to get religion back in school. We have to teach values again. Because I grew up in a time where it would it would be a horrible thought to even conceive of hurting somebody at school in such a fashion. Now, we've got these callous shootings and callous murders that are happening in, in, to little kids. And it's like there's no moral compass anymore. So saying let's put God back in school and let's get our moral compass back, I think is a very good thing. Brad, I need you to go very quickly for me. What's on your mind? Let's go. Yeah, basically, this is not uh, <laughs> Biden's term. This is Obama 3.0. Yes. Uh, that's his third term. So basically, everything he's doing, uh, you know, Biden doesn't even know he's alive. So basically, this is all Obama. He just hates cops. He just hates, uh, uh, he just basically hates white people. 
that's just how it is. He's a racist, racist man. Well, I, I, listen, Obama is a very racist guy. Just read one of his books. Just look at the legislation. Look at what he said in his lectures. He's definitely a racist guy who is enjoying life as one of the elites in this country. It is such a strange, hypocritical way to live, yet he acts as though this is somehow proper. It's very strange. Andrew Pollack, his daughter Meadow was murdered at Parkland High School four years ago. We talk today about what can happen tomorrow to start fixing our schools. Keep it here. That's coming up. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this guy back. He's a personal friend of mine who I many times have said I wish he wasn't. And it's not because I don't love Andy Pollack. I do. We only met because of the horrible thing that happened in Parkland, Florida, where his daughter was murdered, Meadow, while she was at school. Andy, I'm, I'm really glad to talk to you. And uh, inside baseball, for those who are watching and listening, you and I were going to talk soon anyway because you've got a lot of things going on. We did not know this was coming. So first question has to be, how busy, how much did your phone blow up yesterday when this thing, uh, this tragedy unfolded in Uvalde, Texas? Well, I, I can't even, I, I pick up for you, Joe, anytime, you yeah, know. I you. got a hundred and something text messages in my phone. Right. Uh, I started this morning, just to help get the message out, I started this morning on Fox and Friends. I'm on the West Coast. I think I started about 3 a.m. this morning, my time on, in, on the West Coast. Right. So, I mean, so I, I, I and people want to go to you because, Andy, you started the hashtag fix it. Um, and, and, and I agreed with you. And we, we sent that out everywhere. We wanted to fix it. You wrote the book, Why Meadow Died. It's a handbook for, for parents to know what they're getting into when they send their kids to a public school. Um, and I know that you've made a difference in the lives of many, but we keep on seeing this happen. Um, since Parkland happened, since Meadow was murdered, and, and these other innocent people were murdered there, have we fixed anything in this country? I can tell you what's horrible. Uh, Florida went in the right direction after Parkland. Uh, they made a lot of changes in the school districts. Uh, there was a lot of legislation passed. There's, bit, there's a law in place to have police officers. There was money for security. Joe, what the hell happened in Texas, man? You guys had a shooting in Santa Fe. I'm so happy. Santa Fe, New Mexico, May 18th, okay? 2018, 10 people killed. I still keep in touch with one of the families there. Why did this happen again in Texas? No single point of entry, no armed police at the school. Uh, how did they not learn from their past? You know, it, that's what gets me nuts. And it happened in Santa Fe and they didn't fix it, Joe. Well, you're right. It happened in Santa Fe, Texas. Uh, Cruz went there. Other state legislators went there. U.S. legislators went there. They all talked a big game. But this really is a matter of, of let's break it down very simply because, you, again, you wrote the manual on this. One entry point. Why can it, this guy, I just got done with the U.S. representative from the district where Uvalde is. And it turns out this bad guy got in through a door where the teachers park in the parking lot. He, that wasn't the main entry. There was another entry open and available to a bad guy to get to these poor, innocent kids and teachers. What is it going to take, Andy, for people to listen to people like you and start locking down the schools where you can leave from any, any door, but you can only get in one way? 
It's going to take the parents, Joe, getting involved. That's the only thing. You can't leave it to politicians, left or right. It's not going to get done. It's going to take too long to fix these policies. Parents need to step up and elect the right people into their school board. It's more important than what's going on in D.C. is what's going on in your local community at the school board level. You got to get people that take safety. Uh, they put that at the utmost importance. You know, Florida, you know, that's where both of us are from. Yeah. They got it right. You know, not to say that it can't happen in Florida, but they're doing everything they can to prevent it. And, you know, I get so angry because you can't just blame the school district. You got to put responsibility on the parents that drop their kids off at any school. You know better by now. It's 2022. Parents need to know better. You can't just drop your kid off and think that everything's taken care of. You got to check the school yourself. You got to, you know, how many parents don't even know if they have armed security at the school? They don't even know. I ask them, what about a single point of entry? Could you get into the school after you drop your kid off? What about hard, you know what a hard corner is, Joe? No. Tell me. Uh, very simple. So in Parkland, the school shooter went to the window in one of the hallways and shot his gun through the window and killed children inside the classroom, walked down the hall, came back. The kids were under their desks. He shot them again. So very simple for schools to be implementing. A hard corner is the corner along the doorway where you can't be seen from the door or can't be shot. So a lot of these schools, I'll go visit a school. They got desks. They got cabinets. They got everything in the way. God forbid something happens. If there's a shooting, the teachers have to be trained. Get your kids up against the hard corner inside the classroom. And these are just common sense things, Joe, that will save lives. And, and, and it's not being done. Well, Andy, you mentioned this, and it's Andy Pollock. His daughter, Meadow, was murdered by 18, 1958. We refuse to say the guy's name on my show, uh, and Andy refuses to say his name as well. This horrible, heinous murderer got, got in through some side door, was carrying uh, rifles in a bag that anybody could see. Security guards did nothing. The school resource officer did nothing. The Broward County Sheriff's Office showed up and did nothing. Thank God Coral Springs showed up and actually jumped into action. But, but you've been saying this now since Meadow died. And, and unfortunately, her death is in vain if people don't start listening to what you're saying because I'm sick and tired of seeing this. I've got a 7-year-old in elementary school in Texas. I've got a 13-year-old in middle school in Texas. I've got two grandkids that are in school, elementary school in, in Michigan. I don't want to hear about this anymore. We want our kids to go to school, then come home for dinner. It's not asking that much. So you're talking about hard corners, which is, it seems to be common sense. One single entry point seems to be common sense. How about, how about a good guy with a gun, Andy? I mean, you're not an anti-gun guy, even though what happened to, to Meadow, because you know a good guy with a gun can maybe stop it. Well, it's the, the shooter at my daughter's school reloaded five times inside the building. So there were so many opportunities to kill him, you know, and, and, and the people that are anti-gun, I, I, I have a simple answer for them. You send your kid to a school with a big no gun zone sign on it with all the doors open, okay? My grandkids one day, hopefully one day, my kids have, my sons have some kids. Yeah. And they're going to go to a private school uh, where there's armed guards and a single point of entry. That's why it's on the parents. It, kids don't, I don't care what it, there's no political party with a child going to school. You want your children safe. I'm telling you, make sure there's a single point of entry school. And, and even now they're doing a lot of fencing around these schools to make it a little more difficult. Right. And, you know, 
Joe, I lay it all out for any of your listeners. They could go on to burner.com forward slash school safety. Okay. And look, I lay it out what parents could do to make their kids safe. And number one thing is get involved and know what's going on at your child's school. Don't just drop them off like they did. You know, I hate to say it, but Texas didn't learn. You know, Joe, it's horrible to say it, but you got to take these little common sense things and implement them at these schools or these things are going to keep happening. He's Meadows' father. He's a very good friend of mine, Andrew Pollack. Uh, you can go to burner.com slash, what is it, school safety? Yeah, burner.com forward slash school safety. As I have on the screen, I've got to also your school safety grant.com one or dot org. Uh, get his book, Why Meadow Died. It really is a handbook that, that parents need. Andy, I think that you hit on something that's very important. Parents are afraid to approach those people that were paying at schools. They're afraid to say, can I speak to the principal about the safety measures here? Can, do you have a school resource officer here? Do you have a police officer with an office here? Is there somebody that can stop a bad guy with a gun? Um, are there any? Is there any other way to get through a window, get through a door? These are simple questions that we need to be asking now. We shouldn't be ashamed of asking because if they don't give you the right answers, like what you said, send the kid to, to a private school or homeschool them. Or charter school or switch schools. Yeah. You know, you don't hear, you know, Joe, you don't hear, I don't, you don't hear about shootings in private schools, right? It rarely happens. I don't know that I've ever heard of one in a private school, to be honest. They take it serious, you know, uh, that, that, you know, there's so much, I, I'm so disgusted with politics lately because of this bill that just got passed uh, with giving this money, this 50 billion over to, over to Ukraine. When the people in this country are suffering, our schools, what could we do? to secure our schools with that 50 billion. How many veterans that need jobs could we hire to, to work at these schools? How about give police officers tax credits to work a couple of hours volunteer for, at their child's school? We fix, you know, but if, if everyone's gonna focus on the second amendment, it's just gonna be another blah, 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 and nothing's gonna get done, but, well, well, and I, I, say, wanna, I wanna stop you there. Yeah. On the same day that we're talking about this, and some of you will be hearing this the next day on Sean Hannity's show, um, Biden is now signing some bill to, to, to I don't know, put on some registry police officers that are be, being called violent or something. He's got some other bill, some other radical thing that's going after police officers, officers that you and I rely on to keep us safe in our communities. We seem to have, we're living in backward world. We need more good guys that have the ability to nullify a bad guy. And yet we've got the president of the United States the day after Uvalde happens talking about some list of police officers and what they can and can't do when they're dealing with a suspect. It, 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 it boggles my mind. It's horrible. We tie the hands of those police officers that we need to support them and give them the equipment, you know, to, to respond. What I say, what I would say to the president is, I, I even hate saying that the president, this guy, I got but you. what I hate saying, you know, what I would do, is I would say to him, how about you sign an executive order holding these mental health counselors accountable for letting these mentally people on the street that are in danger to themselves and a threat to society and not having a background so they're able to purchase a rifle. I have a statistic. At, and out of the last 25 years, Joe, 50% of these mass shooters were seeing, were involved, they were seeing a mental health counselor. Wow. And not one, not one was deemed a threat to society or to themselves. So none of them ever got a background and not one would have been prevented 
legally from buying a firearm. So let's hold those people accountable. Let's not look at law enforcement who put their life on the line every day they put that uniform on. Well, and by the way, it was a, a law enforcement officer from a Border Patrol tactical team that killed the bad guy in Uvalde. Without him, you might have 200 dead people in that school. It's Andrew Pollack. And again, Andy, I've got a different website up underneath you. So it's burner.com slash school safety to find out more about how to keep kids safe in school. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The, the, the $40 billion they just agreed to is ridiculous. Another 14 or $15 billion already went to Ukraine. While, we're, while we've got 19 dead children at a school in Texas, it doesn't make sense. So let's say that you don't have a bunch bunch of extra funding but tomorrow you Andy Pollack can do something in every school every public school in this country what can they do starting tomorrow that doesn't cost anything we'll talk about appropriations later is it a matter of locking every door and having one entry is that the first right thing to do that that's the first thing when the bell rings you can't get into the school every door is locked you tell the kids if you hear a knock at the door you, you don't open the door okay you, you're getting you're getting suspended if you open a door anywhere in, you have to have two doors, Joe. You go through the first door, then you show your ID or you have a key fob, and then you can get in, you know, that you belong. Right, you've got to be that buzzed in, be right? You, you've got to be buzzed in. That's what I have to do at my schools. And the second thing I would say is it doesn't cost money to get involved with these school board elections and team up with other like-minded parents and some of these school board members out. That's one positive thing that's going on in the country, Joe, that we, that we see. Parents are waking up. The CRT woke them up. So now when you go into these school board meetings and you got the people in, then you can take – they'll take security, you know, seriously. We saw three radicals – we saw three radicals yeah. in San Francisco that were kicked off the yeah. school board because they were so radical and so com- completely ridiculous. They weren't focusing on safety or education. It was CRT. It was transgender stuff. We have to get back to actually educating. The first thing is lock the doors. Is there a second thing we can do without any money, or will it take some money? Because I know that you're, you're a believer in the teacher being able to, to close the door and stop the person from getting into the classroom to begin with. Hard corners doesn't cost anything in the school, Joe. Teach the teachers what a hard corner is. Okay. You know, you, you understand it. It's the same wall where the door is. Yes. So you can, if you hear gunshots, you know, at my daughter's school, the student's right in line of fire right through the door. Maybe three, three of my friend's kids got killed because they were sat at their desk while gunfire was going off. And you can't blame the teacher. She didn't know. Right. But that doesn't cost anything, right, Joe? A hard corner. You drop your kids off at the school. You want to know tomorrow when you bring them, do you know what hard corners are? Are the teachers trained with a hard corner? This way they hear gunshots. They they shut the shade on the door. They lock it. It should be locked anyway. That's another thing that doesn't cost anything, Joe. When the class starts, the door's locked automatic. No one can get in. Right. Then hard corner doesn't cost anything. Kids up against that wall, you know, if they God forbid something happens. And those are things that doesn't cost anything. Andy, are schools, uh, are teachers adequately trained at this point? Do they know what to do when that event happens? God forbid it happens. When you and I were growing up, we're about the same age. We were told to get underneath our desks in case the dinosaurs came. I think it was more of a of a move in case that we were attacked in the Cold War by the Soviet Union. But we were all taught how to get under, under our desks or all taught to get into one corner. The teachers were all taught to how to get us outside and away from the danger. Is that happening today? I think it really boils down to what district you, you live in, okay. you know, and which who's the superintendent, 
you know, there's good and bad in every in in, in every uh, category. But if you have a good superintendent, you know, you got the sheriff's department involved, local police department. So on the third floor, quick story, Joe, on the third floor where my daughter was murdered, there were two teachers that had better training. They did uh, like a, a fire, like they did a real drill at a school, the yeah. police department with the teachers. They shot blanks, they banged on the doors, and, and these teachers went through that drill and all their students lived that day, February 14th, where my daughter's teacher let her out in the hallway. These other two teachers that were trained with that fire, with the, you know, that fake ammo, the blanks, yelling, screaming, uh, they shut the doors, put the kids against that hard corner they knew, and all those kids are alive because of that training. The least we could do, Andy, is make sure everybody gets the same training. That's ridiculous. That's, that's sickening, to be honest with you. So uh, uh, you can make sure there's a one entry, Doors are locked, hard corners, get training for the teachers to make sure that they know how to react in case, God forbid, something like this happens. And, and, and you know, that point of entry, that's at every school where my kids go. Now, I'm not in the Uvalde district, so maybe they have a different way to do it. And certainly there should not have been a door open to the teachers, you know, drive, uh, to, to, to the driveway. It doesn't make any sense. We have to get uniform on what we're going to do in American public schools that we all pay for. We're forced to pay for them. We've got to do something. And I love your idea about the school boards. And next time you come on, we've got to talk about how suddenly the Department of Justice is calling them possibly domestic terrorists if parents want to show up and argue at the school board, which makes no sense. Andy, thank you so much. Bernard.com slash school safety. Go there right now. Find out more about what he's working on and come back on very soon. There was a lot of stuff we wanted to talk about that wasn't about this, but we didn't know that this was going to happen. Will you come back soon? Oh, of course, Joe. Just it's it's a pleasure to get out there. And I, you know, these parents now, I hope your listeners, they're going to go drop their kids off at school and they're going to make sure that there's a single point of entry. It makes, it makes perfect sense. Your, your advice is, is so necessary. Thank you so much, my friend. And we're coming right back. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Andy Pollock, great friend of mine. I hate what happened to his family, but he's trying his best to get our schools to be safe. I will bring that same interview with me tomorrow to Hannity and some new interviews as well. Again, I'll be filling in for Sean Hannity tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time. We'll go right through my show for six straight hours. Let's do some pop culture. Pop. Dirty pop. Hi, Paula, what's happening, man? Talk to me. Well, it looks like your boy, uh, Jesse Smollett, is actually going to be in a movie. Come on. Yeah. Apparently, this, this movie was already in the works before all this stuff happened. It just got delayed. But it'll be uh, a movie that's streamed on BET Plus, which is a streaming service. Um, yeah, he's, he's filming. Wait, wait, just between you and me, would you hire the guy? I would not. I would not either. All right, that, we got to go. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. In fact, I'll be in three hours earlier in a lot of these stations in for Hannity. See ya. This is the Joe Pegg Show.